Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Things feel normal again. I'm here in the office in Menifee with A-Ray on my right, Chase on my left, and Anton on the phone. And today is uh, weekend two of off-season. Yes, yeah. 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 Weekend two. And uh, A-Ray is either hungover or really tired. Really tired. Maybe a little bit hungover too, yeah. We, we, there was a concert last night. Uh, yeah, Sam, she had a business trip. She was in uh, in Vegas, so I, I drove up there and, and hung out with her for a couple of days. But mm. we're back now. <laughs> See, when I thought Vegas, you guys there, the proposal, I thought maybe, boom. Tied no, no, really no, 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 not there yet. Not there yet. You, no. It's going to be a big wedding, huh? How many people are you going to know? Uh, it's probably going to be a big one, yeah. I have no idea. There's no idea. I just know that, that there's probably going to be like hundreds, thousands, like mm, a lot of bridesmaids because she has a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. So. What What do you think in guest list? What Over two hundred. Ah, I would say around there, maybe right. Mm. Dude, I think I had two fifty at my wedding. Really? Oh my god. Dang. Maybe not that, I, but dude, I'll, I, I, you know, I married I, I married a Filipino girl, dude. She has like fucking. Aunts but at the same uncles. time, the same time too, though. I think she might want a destination wedding. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, less people, less people. But I mean, hey, it's it's up to her. It ain't. When you do a destination wedding, do you pay for your your bridal party to go? No. <laughs> well, I mean, that's. I mean, I. I mean, I'm going to Heart Rafts this weekend in Hawaii and. Yeah, I paid for that flight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> let's see, Anton, you're fresh back from uh, Imagination. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I had that third year of it to see that property again uh, for Jason Baker and the Dream Tracks people and Tyler just to take it one step further. Um, and the plans that Red Bull has for this and how important this year's event was, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of weird, and I'm sure that a lot of people that have known the event was happening this weekend have been like, where's the results, and where's this, and where's that? So we were pretty much sworn to secrecy. We, as anybody that was invited mm-hmm. on behalf of Red Bull, cannot share the results until Sunday afternoon when the full contest debuts on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, unfortunately, it's the same time as Motocross Nations, like Third Moto is kicking off, I've heard. Yeah. So it's not you know, going to be the must-see TV event of the Moto Afternoon. But it's going to be on ESPN Plus, so it's living in, you know, foreverness on ESPN. So please mm-hmm. be sure to watch it. Uh, the reason it's so important for Red Bull, though, this year, um, this was the first time they let fans onto the property at Adam LaRoche's house. Uh, you know, big spread out in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had 1,500 people there. Wow. And this was a test to see if they can take this to a sellable product. You oh, know, wow. for future things like yeah. this. You know, there is one, but they have this moto money that they need to spend and event money that they need to do. And this would be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, riders are really down for it. You know, what Tyler, what Colby Raha, what Axel, what Hill is doing for free riding. It's really getting up there into a new level. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a need for some kind of organized format like this. But the overwhelming thing that I heard from every guy this week 
and even some of the organizers involved with the event, they don't want to turn it into a competition like everything always feels like it has to be because the fun stuff that like what happened on Thursday night when everybody is pushing each other and riding jumps together, that's the experience that they want to sell. Pretty much every rider told me that they weren't motivated by the competition aspect of it at all. They really mm-hmm. want to sell the vibe of it. And uh, yeah, so that that's going to be a big deal to see how this thing goes because the stuff that they're doing and the level that they're going and the attitude that Red Bull has in it right now is very, very positive. It's just going to be interesting to see how big they can take it now mm-hmm. and where. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought it was a cool event. Like I was, I was on Instagram and we all seen the clip, you know, of Tyler doing that jump for the first time. Like how, what, what's going through his mind where he's just like, Hey dude, I'm going to about, I'm about to just like hit this thing third gear pinned. Yeah. How do you even size something like it's that? It's like 180 up? feet and like very little room for error. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could die. I mean, the dude was way up there and I don't know. I just, my man's got some balls. Was Tyler, uh, was it kind of like he had to guide everyone over everything again this year? Yeah. The joke is that Tyler's like camp counselor, but for anybody that's been following or heard the podcast we put out with him last week, he's just coming off like a compound fracture of his lower right arm. Um, Mm -hmm. So he had to do surgery, had a lot of recovery time for that. And when he went under the knife after crashing at Mammoth, they told him like, hey, yeah, 12 weeks is, is the soonest that you should be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And the 12-week mark was Saturday at Imagination. Jesus. He'd already been riding like six times. So that, yeah. that big 185-foot jump that he did Thursday night was like two days before the good-to-go date. Mm-hmm. So he had explained to me on the past weekend that there there is a lot of pressure that comes with that. And inviting Hill and inviting Axel out, those two guys also know – really, really well how to side step up and what it takes. Like yeah. if, if there are two other guys that I know I can watch and like be pretty confident, it's those two. Like some of the stuff that I've seen Josh hit out in the dunes, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to watch anybody else hit. Same with Axel. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't see anybody else do that stuff comfortably other than those two dudes and Tyler and Raha because they get it. Um, and it's cool then to see how they lead everybody on. But then Twitch brought a bike this year for the first time. Yeah, was there a senior class? Well, he's talked so much shit over the years as a judge and like seeing how fun the course is to ride. So then Twitch got to then tow some people over. Um, But then the cool thing was the import riders that came in, Louis Wood, uh, Nottis from Spain that just did really well at X Games and Julian Van Spitten. I probably got his last name wrong there. But um, they really took on to things really well. Vicky took on a really nice role this year to try to lead as well and do jumps for the first time so to see everybody's level like raise and raise and raise Mm -hmm. Uh, they know it's pretty hectic and even twitch told me he's like dude i got nervous when i was gearing up you know thursday morning watching other guys ride like seeing stuff he's like i just had to gear up and go do it because if i kept waiting around i wasn't gonna ride Mm -hmm. and like that's how gnarly everything is out there for those dudes hey we're i know wanky was in japan and then was taka wasn't there was he no, Taka doesn't really do a lot of like the big natural stuff. Like Taka, yeah. that, that's Taka still seems to be in like the ramp tramp phase. Like Taka's yeah. really good in the hills. No, he's this not. One, I've ridden in the hills with him. Well, and I and I feel like he'll too, do the big stuff. That's what I mean. I yeah. mean, and I feel like too with with the it's a Red Bull imagination. It's like a Red Bull event, right? So, and most of these guys that we're talking about are monster athletes. So, yeah. So if you're inviting There's just no, a bunch, yeah. 
there's and that's the other cool thing, especially in the free ride deal. Red Bull puts that at the door. Like mm. there is no oh, okay. anything. There's yeah. no favoritism towards Tyler. There's no nothing like that. Like it's Tyler's idea and it's Tyler's responsibility to do a bunch of stuff and it's Red Bull's money. But just like anything else, everybody understands now it's better to yeah. work together. You know, X Games is a monster deal, and there's still Red Bull and Rockstar people down there. Was yeah, Raha there? Right. Raha didn't go, right? Yeah, Colby just had surgery. Yeah, so it's oh, been okay. interesting to see summertime. It's like free ride central now, so I've been paying attention to who's where. Because Colby's stuff is nuts. Last year it was the big face-off between him and Axel, and I was mm-hmm. excited to see the rematch. But Colby's been doing such big stuff all year, mm-hmm. and he's got that video part coming out. Um I think it was kind of bound to catch up with him now. Mm. So uh, no results can be discussed. Can you? Did everyone make it out safely? Yeah, there were a couple little incidents on Saturday. Um, no big deal for anybody. Um, Vicky didn't compete. Vicky had like a little bit of an issue in her warm up, but she's all good. Uh, there was a jump that she was trying to figure out, and she had to pretty much learn how to do it in her warm up. And uh, she went just a little long. So that was a tense moment because she was at the very bottom of the hill where you can't see anything. So everybody went running to go make sure that she was okay because it goes to the bottom of the hill into the tree line. But she's all all good. Yeah, dude, everybody thought she was. How fast did Seth run? Very fast. (laughs) Uh, He was like the third person down the bottom of the hill. But yeah, Vicky's all good. Everybody came away with no big problems. Um, even little Kalana was out there doing freaking big yeah. jumps on the super mini, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's I awesome. even told him, I thought he was going to be on his big bike. And he's like, Oh, not yet. Little <laughs> bike only right now. Yeah. Dude, he was doing oppos, huh? Yeah. He was doing all the crazy stuff. Yeah. I just think that that one jump that they have over the tree, like so sick. It's so sick. Like there's a, I guess there was a clip of Bearman, like mm-hmm. putting his hand out, like throwing an oppo and like hitting the, the leaves. That shit's amazing. So great. It's like a real life video game. Yeah, yeah, exactly what it is. Hmm, okay, well, I guess we can't talk about everything at Imagination until next week. But we'll be talking yeah. about destinations then. Well, we'll be, yeah, the only thing else that I would say really is just um, how, like, wild it is. Like, I, I know everybody has seen all the clips and stuff like that, but then the level of respect that, like, everybody in motocross is having for that stuff, to see how many racers m- – talked about it or mentioned it or shared Tyler's big jump. Like that's cool. That that's really cool to see just the unity that everybody is like, Hey man, that's respect. Tyler is one of the best dudes there is right now. You know, race results, all that doesn't matter. Tyler sends it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that it's, it's cool to see. And this thing is getting the momentum that everybody like Twitch and Renner and all these other free ride guys have been trying for, you know, since the last 15 years. Yeah. Um, how'd you fit in down there, Anton? Did you wear like a, a flat bill hat? And I, wait, I saw uh, you in shorts, dude. Yeah, it was warm. Yeah. Well, now that I have a bicycle and my legs are tan, I wear shorts. True. There we go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I love the free ride scene. I feel, I'm sure it was like how it was when you and Garth used to go to like, you know, free ride shoots at Akatio or Beaumont or whatever back in the day. Like it's cool. Cause it's different. It's not as uptight as the racers are. And I've known, so many of these people for so long or i've been following them so it's cool to see like um cole denning is this guy from san diego that i met at uh nitro circus a couple years ago so then to see like me and cole are on two totally different waves but it's so cool to see him and then catch up with him and have that so yeah it's a good crew that they always pull together Mm -hmm. nice 
So, uh... You were in Italy last week. I was. Happy belated, by the way. Yeah, happy happy oh, belated you. birthday. I got two birthdays because it was my birthday <laughs> in uh, Italy when we flew. Yeah. And then, you know, backwards in the yeah. time zone thing. So, so you just got, got two, two birthdays. birthdays. Heck yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Italy was cool. I I don't want to eat Italian food till like, 2023, though. Really? Man. Too much. I feel like I could never have too much pasta and pizza, ever. Oh, dude. I, I, I tallied it up. I had three pizzas and nine pasta dishes, and nice. I had, like, 17 beers while I was there. Oh, what a dream. 17 beers. Sounds great. Only Peronis? Uh, beer Maroni. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. beer Maroni. Yeah. Maroni or Peroni. They're both good. Yeah, they're both good. But uh, I went to a uh, restaurant in Rome that, uh, you know, my buddy Mattia, <laughs> that, that he suggested. And we went in there, and uh, it was pretty funny, dude. The guy knew who I was when I walked in. Yeah. And I thought maybe Mattia coached him on it. But the two brothers that own it, one of them is a jet ski freestyle world champion formerly, but he also rides moto and is, comes here all the time. And I guess this restaurant in Rome, is uh, it's called restaurant, oh, dude, Cac C I A K, but uh, all the moto guys go there. Cooper Webb was there like two weeks before me. Really? Yeah, and Ben Shearmeyer, Chad's mechanic, goes there all the time and stuff. Because I I posted it, and Shearmeyer DM me, dude, that place is the best. Is it? Yeah. But uh, they had a Cairoli jersey on the wall. But uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Italy was fun. It was a nice little vacation. Got my wallet picked on the second day. Mm-hmm. Lost all my credit cards, my ID, and eight hundred bucks. Damn! But that's tough, huh? Yeah, was t- I felt fun. like I lost my dad's superpower, you know? Yeah. Because like I had, well, I took a thousand bucks cash to buy both my daughters like something memorable from mm-hmm. there. It's like yeah. five hundred bucks each, and then like psh, gone, done, yeah, gone. Yeah, still bought shit. I was yeah. able to put my credit card on my phone. There you go. But, <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. Chase watched the house for me. Yeah, my I mean, he was dog watching yeah. and all that. That's what he was doing last week. He was like, man, oh, Screw- I gotta, let me feed the dogs real quick. I'll be down there. <laughs> <laughs> Screwing up their Netflix. Uh, what's that called? Like, what you watch. Oh. <laughs> the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, good to be home. I had, Dude, I got back, what, Tuesday night? Road Moto Wednesday. Mountain bike Wednesday, road moto Thursday, mountain bike Thursday. That's what Dahmer was saying. Dahmer's like, man, like, uh, well, what, what's that event? Oh, my God. Uh, Day in the Dirt. It's right around the corner. It's in, like, two yeah. months. He's like, dude, we're prepping. He's like, we've been riding so much lately. It's badass. You all tried, you tried to ride three days in a row, too. I did you ride three. No. Moto. No, two. Yeah, I was going to ride moto Friday, too, at Paula. <laughs> I had a dream that broke my ankle, so I didn't go. <laughs> oh. So I rode my mountain bike instead. Yeah, I hear you there. Because <laughs> it's much safer. Yeah. <laughs> but then mountain bike Saturday and Sunday. Yesterday we went to L.A. County. It was super yeah. fun. Scrub Daddy just whipped past you? No, I worked him yesterday. Oh, no, that's his place. I know. It is his place. Oh. But I, I, we only we only lined up like at the same time one time yesterday because he kept like pulling off to try to take pictures to like get embarrassing photos of me. But... I worked them. The yeah. Road. All right. All right. Did you see the video I made with my little uh, short friend Jack? I haven't. I need to. I need to see it. 
Yeah, this guy Jack Finn, he's uh he's an electrician, good friends with uh Jody and Troy Lee and he's got motocross action on his graphics, put it that way. But he's like five foot is he five foot you think? Five one? He's probably five. Yeah. Even. He's pretty small. Yeah. You have a lot of short friends. I do. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, LA County was super fun yesterday. Um, good to be back. Good to be riding for sure. So, oh, oh, is that the dude with the sprinter van? That's super sick. Uh, I don't know. No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) little midget guy. Oh yeah. But, uh, anyhow, uh, before we take a commercial break, did you choose a winner last week? Yeah. Oh, just now from from just now. No, you didn't. No, do you want me to? Oh yeah. Choose one. So, uh, while you're choosing one. Uh, our friends at Pro Taper have allowed us to give away some things every week on the podcast. The first two weeks we gave away clamp-on grips, which are amazing, and I love them. But uh, this week we're giving away my second favorite Pro Taper product, the Sella Self-Engaged Launch Assist Whole Shot Device. This thing's super good. It's really easy to use. You don't need your friend to help you time the one two three on the starting line so as always uh comment on our website swapmotolive.com on the podcast post not on youtube not on PodServe or whatever else you use uh tell us why you should get this whole shot device and we'll choose our favorite and send it out this week but uh who won last week chase last week uh chris bailey won okay yep i'm not going to read his his comments really long but he's he's new to Swap mode alive, mm-hmm. and he likes us a lot, so that's cool. There you <laughs> go. There so, you go. Uh, and he's got a new KTM, and I like I like the new KTM. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Chris Bailey. Chris Bailey underscore one one six. Okay, so Chris Bailey underscore one one six. Slide into my DMs on Instagram at Swap Moto, or uh, send me an email swap at Swap Moto Live. And uh, as Anton has pointed out before, we can check. IP addresses, so if mm-hmm. you ain't Chris Bailey, don't Dahmer. try to, Yeah, don't try We can also, I realize, uh, check their email addresses, too, so we can get in contact with them. Yeah. Oh, sick. From their comment, yeah. Oh, so okay. They, there yeah, we go. Yeah, so you can you can get his email straight from that comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't got to do shit then, Chris. Email. Yeah. That <laughs> as long as it's a real email. Yeah. 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 There we go. Okay, well, hey, let's take a quick commercial break. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel which drastically improve bottoming resistance and increase traction. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now, next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel-related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. 
Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike I spend plenty of time cross training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, okay, so it's Monday, and this morning uh, we dropped a fly raising news break. Our very own Michael Antonovich fills us in on the uh, news about Ken Roxon. Dude, Chase and I listened to it on our way down, Anton, and it was very well put together and very informative, but did you record Astafin with a potato? <laughs> I recorded Astafin <laughs> in, in an outhouse in, potty and in the outhouse at Imagination. <laughs> called on Saturday. Uh, fortunately, when they were trying to figure out the plan for second runs, uh-huh. and we had been trying to get a hold of each other uh, the day before, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. And um, yeah, so when he when he called me, luckily I had a break in the action, so I took off running across the field. <laughs> oh, so that was a I phone ran. call. Oh, yeah, it was a okay, phone call. Yeah, because when you texted me, you said, I recorded it in an outhouse. I was like, two guys in one outhouse? So, <laughs> so no, no. So, <laughs> so, no, I had to get my phone, and then Red Bull had these really nice, like, um, mobile work sites on display, but then the Red Bull media house people were uh, – using them so i couldn't do it in there so i had to find the second best option which was a air-conditioned outhouse so that's uh that's what we did oh okay you know, so you had to your, make it happen so you had your phone on speaker and you're recording from there yeah I, I probably looked weird to the security people carrying my computer into the bathroom uh that was probably very odd <laughs> but again you know you do what you gotta do yeah so uh well obviously we want to encourage people to go watch the news break but uh 
Give us a gist. What did Aspen have to say? So, yeah, it's true. Um, he and Ken have tried to go. I mean, a lot of stuff that Aspen had said was confirmation of things that we'd all remember and thought about all summer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they did get to the end of their Honda contract. They had gone back and forth. Uh, the number that they wanted was starting from scratch, he said, which was, you know, what they always do. Uh, Honda countered with the AMA Supercross only offer because they have, you know, AMA Motocross for 2023 and then 450 class for 2024 kind of spoken for with uh, Jet right now. Mm -hmm. And then they'll need to re-up to see what they do with Chase. But, yeah, pretty much the gist of it is he he is exploring pretty much any offer right now. He is at the end of a lot of us expect that thing. You did mention that they've talked to other gear companies too, you know, just in case. Mm -hmm. um, the big thing that I thought was the most interesting takeaway from my conversation with Steve, well, one of the two, uh, the first is there's one more year left in the Red Bull deal, which so many of us have thought, well, yeah, the Red Bull thing is going to determine where Ken goes. Um, and that is true. They want to stay with Red Bull. That's why Ken's doing straight rhythm and all of that. But if push comes to shove and there's no option that's out there, there's a clause. They would, yeah, they'll end that contract and then he would switch if necessary to another brand or or nothing. You know, yeah. they'll figure that out when the time comes. It's funny because uh, the we, other thing we've been thinking, ahead. like we've been, you know, been tracing about it, like oh, he go here, there, there. But it's like we would, I would think he wouldn't leave Red Bull and he wouldn't want to leave Fox. But Fox, you said is up this year. It's up. It's up right now. Yeah, and okay. I don't think he's gonna leave Fox either. It would have to be pretty big move. But, yeah. You know, uh, moves like that in the past with other riders that he had. So don't be surprised by anything. Um, the other thing that Ken had said in the podcast with James was that he was too fresh of an idea to think about lining up as his own team. You know, much like Malcolm has done. Other guys have, Chad. but Steve did tell me like, hey, if push comes to shove, then we, we do have to. We know what we could use. We know what it takes. He could do the first race as his own thing, and when something happens or the opportunity does arise, that if that's the route that he has to take, he'll take that route too. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna practice like normal for this off season. Um, I'm interested to see what he rides yeah. after these two World yeah. Supercross races. You know, do you stay with a Honda? Do you switch to something else? Who knows? You know, it seems like pretty much every option is open. As Finn mentioned, they've talked to every brand, you know, from green to blue to orange to, to the other even red. back to Honda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything. Everything is out there. Um, so it's interesting. You know, the other – a lot of theories have been posed online about what he could do. And, you know, when you sit back and you think about some of them, like him staying – Red Bull, but then going Troy Lee and Gas Gas. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing that a lot of people don't know now is Troy Lee Designs is owned by this investment group. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it would be Troy directly opening up his wallet to get Ken and Gear. Yeah. There's more money behind it than, or, than there has been. So mm -hmm. it's an interesting time right now for sure. Um, the last thing was a lot of people thought like, yeah, this is Ken going to be World Supercross's like main guy. Like this is all he'll do is just World Supercross from now on at 23 and 24. Mm -hmm. But Steve made it very, very, very clear that that is not the plan that he wants to come back and do AMA motocross and AMA supercross in 23 and 24. And that's his main focus. Yeah. I was surprised to hear that. And 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was too, but he said two years is what he wants. And then in two years, they'll figure out what he does from there. Mm -hmm. Hey, so with all the, uh, like with Honda being very supportive of AMA racing, right? 
how does that how does that parlay into Eli with Yamaha? Like, I mean, is there any resistance on those ends? Well, I think that it being star and it's independent and not being factory Yamaha yeah. mm-hmm. doing it probably does make a difference. Yeah. And then Eli's only as a wild card, so yeah, Eli's only going over straight to do up. one race. The one, yeah, the he's just one, doing one. Yeah, he's just doing it's one, and, and doing... really, that's just a lot of show up money. Okay. Hmm. Because I know some other riders with some other top riders with uh, other manufacturers wanted to do it really bad, and we're told no. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there've been. There have been quite a few people that have tried to do it, but the moment that it went from like off the idea of it shifted from off-season races to a competing championship, yep, that's where things then became an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so has the thing dwindled down to now two races or three? Two. It's two. 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 It's two. It's yeah. two. That's not so, a series. Uh, Can a series technically be two? I don't think so. That's kind of why there there's something that they're working out right now too. There was a plan to go to Indonesia, like we had talked about, to go yeah. to uh, Jakarta, mm-hmm. and then that fell through. Um, Adam Bailey did this great podcast with Weege, uh, and he explained a lot of the things that they'd went through. So then the latest plan that I had heard was they were going to do two nights of racing in Australia, like Friday night and Saturday night, but yeah. then that even got kind of convoluted. And so then the latest thing from that was just double points. So that's how it is. And then them using it as a pilot tour and not the full-fledged championship, I think that that's also kind of like graceful wording to get them what they need to do this year. Wow. It's crazy that the uh, the, the ups and downs that this series has gone through already and hasn't even got off the ground, right? Yeah. Because it started off as be this big grand thing with, and, and that's and that's one of the things like because I, I I listened to that that weed podcast too and he was saying like hey like these guys they've had to jump through hurdles because well for one they came over and whenever they talk to these teams from what every interview I've heard they came in hot mm-hmm. you know and and I don't think that a lot of people actually liked it and liked what you know they had to say in like the beginning stages of it but I mean. I don't know. At the end of the day, I think that they do want to do something cool and different for the sport. Is it ruffling some feathers? Yes. Is it bad? No. But mm. I I talked to a few people over the weekend. Um, you know, just like riders that have been there, industry people that were watching. I've said this to other people at other races. This thing almost has to go one. I mean, it has to go one year just so everything that fell that mx sports have now had to do we'll have to follow through with it if this thing goes to races and nothing good happens and i don't think that it will i think they'll do much more in 2023 i really do Mm -hmm. um i think them raising that competitive level is going to make everybody else do it and if nothing happens and if it doesn't go well and we fall back into the old ways that we've been in for so long, then we do have a really serious problem. Like I hope the best for this thing, just so it kind of forces a little bit of change that we've tried to ask for for so long. So, so Anton, my question is, uh, I, I don't know if they addressed it on the, on that podcast that I listened to on the Ouija one, but so like, obviously the, I guess Adam Bailey and these guys, they are giving the teams money, right? Yeah. Now, what does that say for the, series given like say show up money to kenny to come like i mean i know that they want to get their top guys they want to get top guys there right and they're having to do this to get the top guys there but do you think it's pissing off the other riders like 
like the whole like, um, team situation there, or the I other teams because like they're hey like says, I mean I I don't know how the wild card thing works right with Eli like does he just get to show up and race like just put another gate there? So um, yeah, that's actually a good question. Do I, maybe it's like a twenty-four person gate or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That, but that, I mean, that's another logistics thing that you have to kind of set and wonder because all 22 riders that enter the competition are seated into the main event automatically. There's no one that falls off through like an LCQ or heat race and elimination or anything like that. Right. Um, so back to the original point of like, how were people thinking of them announcing the series and then Roxon, you know, signing on to it exclusively and then these wild card things? Um, I know that it hasn't been like the best received thing because some of these teams have thought, well, wait, how are you going to place him somewhere before we've even set our light up? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't even have a chance to counter this. We didn't know this was an option. Because um, like whatever, you, whatever you say, you have Kenny, Ken Roxon for world supercross on your team. I mean, that's a pretty good look at a world supercross championship right there compared to the other people that are, are going to be showing up and racing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously yeah. anything can happen, but, if you're the other teams, you're you're wanting to win. You're wanting to be like an, you know, a champion. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll say this, just as you know, um, to be brutally honest, I think there's only a handful of teams, four teams maybe, that have a realistic shot of winning those races. And mm-hmm. that's not to discredit from a lot of people because I think a lot of the guys that are in that series can be in the top three or the top five on any given race yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, just with how things shake out. But, like, yeah, I agree with you because to hear, like, oh, yeah, Ken's going to come and he's been second in how many Supercross championships and he's won how many Supercross races and he's done this so many times. Like, yeah, you think you're bringing a knife to a gunfight. But then also, Luke Cloud's pretty damn good. You know? Right? No, Jay he is good. Be really good. Like, there, there could be a lot of things that happen. And to instantly kind of discredit some of the guys that are on that starting line, I don't think is fair because – yeah. I mean, yeah, think about, and you got to think too because pretty exciting. And, and you got to throw in another factor. Kenny's not going to be on a factory bike anymore. Nope. Yeah. He's going to be on so, a, you know, production bike. I'm excited to see this in general too because even if you go back and listen to our Southwick podcast, I think I had made this point. Him and Anstey were going for it, you know, yeah. in that first moto, and and I so wanted the cameras to stay on him, but they didn't. Because that was like one of the best last lap battles of the whole year. Mm-hmm. And from that point, it had sounded like there was a little bit of like, hmm, how do you guys have your bike set up? So I will be interested to see what Ken has learned about that Honda from using the parts that your Reeves team uses, from mm-hmm. using factory connection stuff and not full work stuff or testing something. Because as we've seen so many times, well, when you take which was... him off of factory stuff, he actually figures it out. Look at yeah, the and then they but... put on the Suzuki. But with teams, factory teams, sometimes there's like political commitments that you, and sponsor commitments and mm-hmm. stuff that you're bound to that yeah you can't change. Now, did Anstey run FC stuff whenever he was at an outdoors? Because I remember looking at his bike, I thought it was just show of stickers. Yeah, he was different than. It That's wasn't cool. FC, I don't think. Yeah. But I think Kenny is running the FC stuff. Yeah, here in Supercross. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there was a lot of stuff that they've even had to figure out because. Even to last week, there was the, is Honda going to supply this stuff or are they yeah. not? And the re- and I mentioned it in the video. The reason that it gets so sticky, and I see where Ken thought that they would just automatically give it to him, but then again, Honda is drawing, like he said, a line in the sand, and it's pretty clear. They used the exact same parts that Ken requested in 19 
on Brayton's bike with Yarif in mm -hmm. Australia. So like you could see where he would just think like, oh yeah, you're just going to put it in the crate and send it down there. Cause I remember seeing that bike and all those parts in the race shop, but then Honda's like, no, we're not because we're not supporting that series. Like mm -hmm. we have to make our first stand against this and this is going to be it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when you're talking about Luke Clout, I mean, we also can't forget how Brayton turns into Superman when he's outside the United States border. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. So, oh, hey, and wasn't who was it that was it like was it Bercy or Geneva? I forgot that was just on fire one year. I think it. it I mean, it was. It was super awesome. Super awesome as well, mm -hmm. and I think Savachi had a good Savachi's year there before he um, before he did end up on JGR getting hurt. But I think before that, whenever he was still on a Cowie, maybe, maybe. or something, he was mm -hmm. he was riding really well over there. Like Mitch's I might bike, be wrong. yeah, Mitch's yeah, bike. It was Mitch's four fifty or something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so. Yeah. Okay, so I saw the Moto Concepts bikes. Sexy. They look good. They're yes. badass. They're gray. But it's kind of weird how everybody has different numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Like Vince Freezy's 19. Yeah. He's and, running his amateur number. And Bogle's 891. Yeah, but there's also number. a 19 in the 250 class. Yeah, it's the, it's the club's teammate. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. They just get to pick their number. They just get to run yeah. whatever yeah. they want. But, uh. Dude, have have you, any of you guys seen the Rick Ware bike? We well, yeah, I have yeah. Whew. Do you remember? Now was that is it, who is that like a spy photo? Was that not supposed to get leaked because the photos did not look very like professional? Yeah, professional. Yeah, no, it was they just a, a grab. Yeah, dude, all I have to say is Michael Lindsay's on someone else's shit list. <laughs> oh, did he put it on? Uh, it was on Vital. Oh yeah. shit! But uh, <laughs> dude, do you remember? Uh, no, you guys. No, you guys. I'm older than you guys. When Rich Taylor was on Team Rad and Bad, Rad and Bad, Rad and Bad, is that where he like ate shit off the triple and then just like whacked? Not his head? No, that was later. Okay, wait, okay. was it Rad and Bad or Rad, rad in, in Bad? Rad Ooh, in Bad. That's pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> but they look like the Rad and Bad bikes. They were so bad. Yeah, more mm. bad than Rad. What was that? What was that movie? The BMX movie? Is that what, Rad? Rad. Rad. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? No, Rad and Bad. Oh. It kind of reminds me of like that that rad movie though, like yeah. the whole. Dude, I just a cowie that looks like that too. Yeah, Ugh. it reminds you me of like a 1990 or 91 Suzuki. YZ YZ125 or something. Oh. the white one. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, with the pink and orange. Yeah, or the RMZ the RM that had the polka dot giraffe seat cover yeah. with the splatter. Is there I a, mean, honestly, I don't care how the bike looks. I mean, I would absolutely love to go ride for is there a, one of those Rick Ware yeah. bikes over there in Europe. Is there an O'Neill kit that Colt can if wear that will look right? good with it? Of course. Of course. Wait. You, okay. okay. So is, is business, yeah. Is Colt confirmed O'Neill? I have no idea. Oh. He's been riding it. He's been riding yeah. in it. Yeah, he posted videos, but I, I, I don't know for a fact, no. Mm. Um, but, I mean, he's been riding in O'Neill gear, and it looks amazing. And I'm sure they'll have something that looks great yeah. on him. How was your meeting with Daddy Frank the other day? It was good. Did he let you in on the thing I texted him? Uh, Maybe, yes. I don't know. I don't remember. I text, I told him he should pay you more. Oh, yeah. Did he tell you that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that that, is, that that will be the case. That would be great. Yeah. I, I said that there's... If that's the case, dude, I will move so many of those RDX 2.2 boots. They won't even be <laughs> able to keep them on the shelves, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't think Colt's wearing those, though. 
He needs to. <laughs> Dude, those are the best boots ever. The most comfortable, sturdy, durable, all of it. I wore one pair of boots the whole Supercross season. That says a lot for me. Yeah. I'm one of the hardest people on boots ever. One pair of boots. You still didn't come get those red ones in my garage. I need to come get them, yeah. Yeah, because they flew off the shelves. I can't even get them for myself. You don't want to wear them? Huh? You don't want to wear them? Dude, uh, he loves them. He wore them in Singapore. Dude. He, he loves yeah. them. I, I raced in them in Singapore. Yeah. Oh. Daddy Frank, man, yeah, he, he came in hot. We went to the, was it the islands over there? So we went <laughs> to the islands over there in Corona yeah. uh, off uh, Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah look, we're, we we just like got, uh, got the check and everything, and we're going out. <laughs> and then we're about to walk back outside, and I turn around, I look, and it's chicken right there. What? Chicken. Metasevich? Yeah, he was, he, was, he was eating there too. Dude, chicken. Was he having an O'Neill meeting? No. Oh, I no, see I Metasevich so. like once a week. Yeah. I always yeah. see him at Paris in the evenings. No, no, no. Like I see him in the neighborhood. Oh, really? Like one yeah. night I had to get something at Stair Brothers, but I had already taken my contacts out for the day. I'm all, fuck it. I could drive down the street. <laughs> so I, you know, it was late. I was like 1030. So I drove down really carefully. I went to the grocery store, got what I needed. And I was walking out, and my vision's all blurry. And I see someone walking in, and I'm like, dude, who, who's this homeless guy they're letting in the store? <laughs> and as he got closer, he's all, what's up, Don? It was oh, chicken. God. <laughs> he was wearing these, like, do you remember? Well, you don't remember. You're too young. But in the <laughs> in the 90s, these pants called JoJo's were real popular, like baggy MC Hammer pants. Oh, the crazy G- Jinko jeans. No, Jinko not Jinko jeans. Like parachute these, pants? Like these parachute pants with the craziest print. He's wearing that and this tank top that was like, you know, where the tank top comes all the way down. Oh, yeah. Like oh, a gold gem one? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what's up, Doug? Oh, <laughs> it's like, man. oh, man. I don't know. Probably yeah, just hopped chicken. out of his Porsche, too. Yeah. Yeah, but he was driving his Porsche there. So was Daddy Frank. Was Frank was Daddy Frank was in a Porsche. Was he? Was he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Life's the good. Life. Selling a lot of two point two. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Whenever that's what you you're doing for ride, him. Hey, whenever you're enjoying the ride, you know, I'm just, I'm just glad I can just give back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to take you know, ownership. Someone who's giving me so much, I'm, I'm just glad I could give back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. By just selling all the RDX two. You should get your signature RDX two point two boot. I would love to. Mm-hmm. Like your own color. What would it look like, eh, right? Yeah. On, honestly, like with the with the colorways this this year, I wanted to do a blue boot. I did okay. want to do a blue boot because I I've been seeing Dino in that in that sort of like was it teal or was it, what kind of blue was that? Oh, the gear. Yeah, the one that Dino's been wearing. Uh, no, that's the like a twenty three stuff, uh, like an ocean blue. Ocean yeah. blue, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. I I feel like a blue. That'd be cool. Something blue that matches that. Good, yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be a different blue too. Wouldn't I mean, be... you know, the RDX two point two has four buckles, right? Yeah. The A ray the A ray uh, version could have. Amount for a fifth buckle, but no buckle like it fell off. No, well, mm. the, well, that's the thing. Like I'm sitting here trying to think about what I would change about the boots, but it's like whenever something's so perfect, Nothing. yeah, they just yeah. You know what they could do? If it they, ain't, if they, it ain't on the red boot, they can make the O logo a different color because this doesn't it blends in. Yeah. I now I will I will say this. Now I do know that molds for boots are very very expensive, right? Mm. You know, and they've had that boot for quite some time right now. It's a great boot. Only thing, only suggestion I would have, and this isn't even a negative one because I love the way the boot looks. I love everything about it. Right, of course. I would update the rear of the boot um, logo. Yeah, that's the wrong O'Neill logo, right? Yeah, I would just, I would, I would update that one. 
That that's the only change. That logo is from like when Josh Sumney was racing. Yeah, that's the only that's the only one I would I would change. Okay, hmm. okay. What else? What's on the docket uh, for you next? Are you? Uh, so I'm I'm I just got to get these stitches out. Uh, Heart wraps weddings this weekend, so we're gonna go to Hawaii, Sam and I. So that's gonna be nice. We're gonna have mm-hmm. you know a little getaway. I mean, I've been away a lot, <laughs> but but. Uh, but yeah, we got that, and then uh, hopefully we'll start back riding, ease into things a little bit, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and do Paris Supercross, and then um, I might maybe some Germany stuff. I don't know. I got a text yesterday about some Germany stuff, and then, then straight rhythm. My two strokes almost done. Are you doing okay, straight so rhythm on your Yamaha? What's the deal with to? straight rhythm? Because I talked to a couple people who are working the event. Yeah. And probably are well. I mean, I, partnered I just, with it, and I, they're like, I don't know what all these guys are posting bike builds it's invitational we have our guys coming well like well that's the thing i well i hit up pernard yeah a couple months ago and he's like yeah you're on the list I'm like, okay. oh all right put you on mm. the list <laughs> i mean if not it's no big deal i mean it'll just give me a little bit more time for bercy maybe but. he probably wasn't referring to you he's probably referring to some other guys then yeah day in the dirt i've done like the last three straight rhythms i think yeah. mm-hmm. doing them on a four i would i'll say this yeah, it's sketchy riding a two-stroke at straight rhythm, but honestly, I feel like it's safer because I I did it on a 450. Mm. Too fast. It's, like, it's honestly, it's like Red Bull Imagination because you just get into a rhythm and, dude, you could go to the freaking moon if you wanted to. I wish they had like a pit bike class. That'd be sick. That would be sick, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anton, is there any uh, scuttlebutt about uh, Team USA for this weekend? We're going to win. We're going to yeah, beat them. But, but, I mean, I haven't seen anything <laughs> on social. Like, guys. Riding? Yeah. Are, are, are guys even riding? J-Coop, yeah, Jay Coop, he was riding. i seen a little Instagram uh, story of him. And i seen Dino today was riding. I mean, obviously, Eli's incognito, so he's going to be fine. And I think that. The less we hear from Eli, the better, probably. Yeah, and, and the same thing with Sexton, too. Like, they're just working in the dark right now. They're just going right. to come out swinging. They uh, don't want to have too much hype around in it. Illinois. Sexton's in yeah, Illinois. Oh, Silver Dollar. Oh. Silver Dollar. Yeah. How po- badass did that sun- track look and like? And I think it's Sunset Ridge, too. Oh, yeah. He was promoting yeah. a race, right? I think so, yeah. I did see that video. Yeah. That track looked absolutely amazing. Oh, my God. I like this fishing hat. Yeah. I'm worried about this Japanese guy on a cowie for our sake. Joe Shimoda? Yeah. Dude, he's been in Japan living it up. I know. But he's like on it he's yeah. ready yes yeah, yeah. yes but what are what are we he's got two teammates yeah he, i know well i'm you know like you i mean for sure i'm not worried about his, i'm not worried about his team i'm oh. just worried about him oh got you okay i'm just worried he's gonna come whoop everyone dude i would love to see that that would be yeah. sick and no and he's good at red bud too his and bike's on, sick he's gonna be on a 450 right no 250 oh no 250 he's just yeah. the team leader Got you. In the duty mm-hmm. class. Got you. Well, it, it threw me off because he was in Japan riding that 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I would like to ask him how like much different it would it would, like their bike over there in Japan is like versus stock. like something that he races over here. Really? Yeah, it's all bone stock. Dude, they really? they race with stock mufflers there because there's like gnarly sound restrictions. Oh, I got mm-hmm. you. Okay. Like even like when you like the Suzuki team used to have Yoshi stuff on it, but it was like the, the holes were like. Remember the Yoshi pipe with the two holes? Yeah. Oh my god, I, I forgot about that. Holy I had cow. one of those. Those were good. Yeah. I had one. They hey. made me one for my cow. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about those. Hey, is Joe is Joe back home yet? Or is he back I think he comes home today. I think he's on a plane right now. It's good to see him having fun, man. Yeah. yeah. 
oh, okay, good, because I heard there's a hurricane right now, and there's a bunch of flights that can't get into Japan. So I was going to say, man, that'd be terrible mm. if he couldn't He posted a picture of his else. legs already extended in the first class. <laughs> okay, good, good, thing. good. Yeah. Crisis averted. Yeah. So yeah. did we talk about his butt patch after Paula? We did, right? Yeah, yes. we did. The happy ending? Yeah. I don't see a problem with that one. I love it. <laughs> I still got to see him in person to ask him about that. You know that means hand job? I love it. I don't think he knew what it meant. I don't think so either. No. All right. Well, uh, I've got a buddy downstairs. I'm going to help him work on his motorcycle. So we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Um, yeah. Guys, thanks for listening. Motocross the nation podiums. Motocross the nation podiums? Podiums? Predictions? Who, who you guys got? Yeah, who you guys, who like, you guys think it'll be? The US, countries? Me? Me? I go. Yeah. I go. USA, France, and then Great Britain for me. Oh. I'm going USA. Mm-hmm. Australia, France. Oh, I forgot about Australia. Yeah. Wait, did I say Australia? No, yeah. you, they're fourth place for you, apparently. Or fifth. I'll go with Chase. I'm gonna go. Th- I'm gonna go Australia third. I'm doing France. Wait, France is still two. Yeah. Well, they have Renault. They have. I'm worried Ferrandis. about Ferrandis though. And Marvin. And Marv. But Marvin, dude, Marvin's flying on a 250. Yeah, yeah. he's really good. Anton. Um, I'm gonna say USA. Australia, Italy, maybe Italy Ooh. might be good. Mm. Guadagnini could be really fun to watch there, and um, I just kids pretty quick. I mean, like, I don't want to put too much hype around it, but I just hope for our sake that we do win this year. Because I mean, yeah. hell, we're at Red Bud. This would be round two at Red Bud. Like, we got to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, what's the, what's the ten day forecast look like for the weather? Are we gonna I get know. lucky? Like, is Vision. it good? No, it's perfect. Vision. Okay, good. Just make yeah, it's sure. like highest. It's like a highest seventy something. Oh my uh, god! Wow. Because be I feel like, like I see if it was hot, it'd be better for us. Yeah, probably. But, but I feel like, dude, like if we don't win this year, like they're gonna burn Redbud down. Dude. I don't think we'll ever win yeah. if we don't win this year. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to uh, comment if you want to win this Sella Whole Shot device, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.